Hey, what's going on, guys? And welcome to another episode of Muay Thai Save Me. I am here with my business partner, Neo Chacha Yang. Is that right? Chacha Yang? Chacha Yang. Chacha Yang? Yang. Yang. Not Yang. Like Yang. Yang. Okay. We're here with my business partner, Neil Checha Young. There you go. <laughs> hey. hey. And our special guest, one and only, Jennifer Garcia. Welcome. What's up, guys? Yes. Jen, so we wanted to have you on the show today because a lot of people see you in the front all the time. Mm -hmm. um, they know who you are. You've been with us for a while, um, but they don't really know not too much about you. Can you tell them a little bit about Jen, who Jen Jennifer is? <laughs> well, first, let's ask Edwin how long I've been with the company. Let's see if we're on the same page. Three years. No, five. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, the two of those years was COVID, so technically you weren't we part were of the company. We were in COVID for two years? More or less. No. Three years couple, active. It was a couple months. but Three years with Heartland. My name is Jen. Uh, Jennifer, but everybody calls me Jen. I've been with the company for five years, mm. not three. Um, I know Cruz since I was 13, actually trained with him and crew Rex for a little bit, but <laughs> would not go on Fridays if crew wasn't there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I'm a wife. I have two kids. I, um, yeah. <laughs> where, where did you uh, grow up? In the Valley, uh, Panorama. Panorama. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you, because, you know, you said you trained, you, we, you, you met me when you were 13 years old. What brought you to, um, and you know, what's really cool guys is that Jen has seen the tremendous changes from when, how MTK used to be from the days of me and crew Rex being together and my mom. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then now to the new, the new modern version of MTK. Um, can you first tell everyone what brought you to MTK? Yeah. Um, so I was 13. I used to go to this high, uh, middle school. Actually, it's called Fulton. Super not the nicest place. Mm. They used to set the trash cans on fire. Wow. There was like rumbles against race like every Friday. Wow. I think they would like send each other messages like, hey, we're going to meet up at this time. Because wow. it was so consistent. Okay. Um, Sounds like 2023 now. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but yeah, so one day I was made fun of a lot. And because I was never really with the trends, uh, my mom was super strict back in the day. So she still is, but she would, you know, I wouldn't shave my legs when everybody would shave their legs. So they used to call me like Chewbacca and things like that. So I was like, Chewbacca. yeah, it was Damn. bad. And then because I had freckles, they used to call me like, I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but like shit face and things like that Jeez. so shit face like shark God. face things like oh that. shark face yeah like shark, shark face or shit face shark oh shark i was like damn shit face yeah. i was like all right no so, and can you explain to the people that maybe don't know what sh a shark is can you explain what a shark is no <laughs> Come, just hey um, people are curious <laughs> Somebody's out there, they're like, actually, I would like to know, yeah. buddy. No. I think we're getting some no, kind honestly, of side I don't right even now. know. Like, you said shark? Like, is it a shark? No. Shark? Like, when you fart and then shit comes out. Oh. There we go. 
I'm telling you, you just help many people out in this world right now with yeah. that explanation. Short you, <laughs> you, short clip. Oh, you wow. know, you, <laughs> wow. short clip. You know, there's gonna be people using that shit on their friends who have freckles and shit like that. Be like, sharp fades. What's up? Yeah. I learned that. And Muay Thai saved me. <laughs> so, so the bunny rabbit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I actually got jumped in the restroom by it was like five girls. They were waiting for me. And I got home, and then my brother saw me, Diego, which actually used to train with you before. And he saw me with a busted lip, was crying, my nose was bleeding. And he basically was like, he talked to my mom, we got into training. And yeah, that's how I started going. And I was super shy back in the day. I was like really shy came in and it was like a bunch of guys sweating shirtless and i was just like oh my god what am i getting into but yeah uh, um i want to go back to you know you getting jumped by five girls how did you feel at that moment you know because you're i i knew you when you were 13 and you were like the sweetest girl ever like how did that make you feel at that moment all of a sudden someone sucker punches you then you got like five people hitting you how did you feel at that moment uh, I blanked out. You blanked out? Yeah. I don't remember much of what happened. I just kind of blanked out. Do you remember fighting back at all? Or do, were you just more just, you just don't remember? No. Because uh, the only thing I remember is I came in and the two girls were like talking smack to me. And I was just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. then one of the girls just grabbed me from the back and oh, pulled man. my, and I just kind of fell back. And after that, oh, I don't man. remember. Do you remember, did, did they ever tell you like how to stop, who found you, anything like that? No, it was as soon as like I knew the girls that did it, and right. I I was just like too scared to like hey like these are the things that happened or anything because I remember like at the end they were just like if you say anything we're gonna get you again and I was like it's uh, just not like a prison movie dude I was yeah, like I'm good yeah. let's go find them now yeah <laughs> let's get funny, them on the podcast no listen funny story they actually one of the girls went to the gym and brought her daughter. And I was just like looking at her like this, like, oh my God. And I remember I told her, I was like, it's one of them. Man, what happened? You didn't say anything? To her? You didn't I go know. like, bitch, get in the ring. No. Yeah. No. But that just, that yeah. just shows you. <laughs> no, but that just shows you like, it's, it's just they're in a different level. Like those things back in the day, like really don't matter. Because it's like, if that, if I wasn't, that situation didn't happen to me, I wouldn't be in the situation where I am now. Did she say anything? No, she was just like, oh, I think I remember you, but I don't. She's a she face? A shatter face? Is that you? <laughs> no, and it didn't help because my last name was Sheffer. Oh. So they used to call me Shaver. Think a whole bunch of stuff. But wow. well, anyways. Wow. What um so fast forward back, you've joined the gym, you were uncomfortable, you're in this new place, new mm-hmm. environment. Um when you started to like take the lessons. How did that change the way you felt about yourself? I uh, was more confident, more confident in a way where it wasn't like an instant, like, oh, I'm, I'm free. I'll kick your ass, mm-hmm. do it again, watch what happens. It was just more like it was an instant, a little bit of change throughout the time. Nice. And then what helped the most was honestly is you, you're being there and come on, Jen, you got this and making mm-hmm. me feel comfortable because mm-hmm. if if you weren't like that, I, I don't think I would have kept going. I see. Because it at the end of the day, you know, it, you remember how it was. Mm-hmm. It was very like, it, it was hardcore. Yeah. Very and old school hardcore. Yes. Yeah. And then like that one time that after that, I never 
went back on Fridays if crew wasn't there. <laughs> now, um, you said your brother was the one that kind of brought you mm -hmm. in, right? And um, so you're training now and you're, did you ever have to, were you ever put in a situation back at school where you actually had to use some of the things you had been learning with the old MT, with MTK? Did yeah. you ever? Actually, yeah? it was a couple, I think it was about a couple months later. And wow. It was funny because you actually just introduced me to elbows. Because mm. back in the day, it would be like, oh, you're going to do punches first, get used to the bag. Mm -hmm. And then you introduced me to knees. And then you were like, oh, let's do elbows now. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And actually, the same thing scenario happened, but it was three girls this time. Mm. And they were in the bathroom and they were like, oh, talking smack to me. And then one of them was like, oh, like a, getting super close mm. to my face. And I just remembered that I kind of like blanked out a little bit, but then I did an elbow, but then the other girl pulled me and it was like a whole thing. Mm. But the girl that I did an elbow was funny because I kind of like knocked her out. Mm -hmm. And then the other two girls, I, I don't remember two, like I just remember grabbing one of them and I slammed them into the oh, scene. What happens in these <laughs> blackouts, dude? You come back and you're like... <laughs> I just remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I think that's what I mean, like the little, the confidence, like slowly, yeah. you know, because I, at that moment, it was like a little bit of a blank up, but I was just like still using what I learned. Mm -hmm. And then so that, what we talk about yeah. in past episodes, muscle memory, yeah. like you and trained the push it. kick was my best friend. Nice. Yeah. It was nice. a good one. It's, I always say the push kick, um, is like one of the most underrated weapon in Muay Thai, mm -hmm. because not only is it an offensive weapon, it could also be a defensive weapon that can, um, if people aren't accustomed to Muay Thai, you can literally shove them to the floor. Like they're so, un it's unexpected and you can hit so many different target areas with it. Where did you hit uh, this girl with the push kick? In the chest. Ooh, yeah. nice. Now that nice. I remember, cause she went like that, yeah. you know? How? <laughs> How? Oh, hey. <laughs> now, yeah. now let's tap into the feelings of that. How did you feel after this whole chaotic thing? Just, you know, you plowed a girl's face in the sink you elbowed a girl you knocked her down you push kicked another it's girl like John Wick after, <laughs> right there yeah. Yeah. Wow. seriously I still got John my ass kicked a little it's bit fucking but... Jen Wick <laughs> yeah. shit yeah. oh I like that Jen Wick <laughs> Jen Wick yeah. I like that that's funny new nickname alert right uh, there I like it um, but Jen Wick uh, can you tell us how you felt after that whole chaotic fight happened how did you feel leaving the bathroom this time uh, I felt a little bad because I I like I hurt them, but at the same time I was like, yeah, but I felt bad because towards the end, like they were complaining about me, but since I was a super quiet one, they're like, oh, Jen, no, Jennifer, no, no one believed Nobody it. Nobody right? believed it, but they're I like felt really bad because, and I think that still when I came, I've always been like that. If I, I hit you, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Mm -hmm. It's it just, I don't know. I, that, that part of me was just like, damn, I feel bad. I think that just goes to show your character. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You can't change that. You know, you can change habits. You can change like how you like how you do things in life, but you can't change your true character. And that, that just shows, you know what I mean? Like who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. um, but man, I'm proud of you. That That's, you know how many people get psychologically messed up from the first incident where how many women never, ever take a martial art lesson ever, let alone a Muay Thai class, right? Mm -hmm. And it continues to happen. They keep getting bullied the, the whole rest of their life. You know what I mean? It's sad. Yeah. You know what I mean? What Do you have any advice for any women that might be listening right now that just happen to stumble upon, upon our podcast and they hear your story? 
Um, do you have any, any advice you could share with some of those women that might be going through some bullying times right now? What would you say to those uh, ladies or girls? It's one thing I always tell the members is always take action and don't victimize yourself in that. Like it happened, learn from it. And then what can I do to not let it happen again? Mm -hmm. And that's with the model with everything, especially having a daughter and she's really pretty. Like you've seen her and I'm just like, uh, I don't want her to get bullied in the same way that I did. Mm -hmm. So that's why I started her for her training young and I always have those straight up conversations with her. If this happens, this and this, like, don't let yourself, you're mm. worth so much more. And what other people say doesn't matter. That's right. That's and right. It's, it's just one of those things where you just have to just do it and mm -hmm. protect yourself. And because if you let it prolong, it's going to put you in a deeper hole. Mm. And if I didn't have my brother training at that time, I don't know what the situation would have been. Mm -hmm. Does your brother still train? No, no, mm -mm. no, that's too bad. Yeah. He was good too. Yeah. He was good he actually too. He fought for you. Yeah. Well, well you didn't technically, know. Technically I, I did you not know. know. I was, was gone a... when he fought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that's another story yeah. for another podcast. It is a long but, one. <laughs> um, Jen, so we've known each other for a long time. Um, and you know, you, you knew all the changes that were occurring. Um, what, let me ask you this question, I'm sure, because I think we asked Kim the same question. Um, you've changed a lot, mm -hmm. right? Um, do you recall who the old Jen was back when she was training at the old MTK? Um, do you remember who that woman was? Do you remember how you were? And then how would you compare that version of Jen Wick to the present Jen Wick? That's funny. Um a lot has changed for sure. More of a, I'm still growing every day, but confidence for sure. I was super shy when I came in. I, you, I didn't even have a voice. I think people would go, hi, how are you? My name's Jen. No. Now it's like, oh, come in. Why Muay Thai? Da, da, da. And for sure confidence. And it's just showing my true self coming out too. Mm -hmm. Cause I've, I've felt like I've always been like that, but with all the negativity that's gone through in the past, I've always been like a people pleaser. Oh, respect, but not respect in a way where, oh, uh, positive respect. It was a respect of fear. Mm. So with my parents and my elders and the, having that Hispanic culture too, where don't talk if I'm talking to mix, mixing it up in the negative where it's like a people pleaser mm. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And it's still, it's still there, but I, every day it's like, I'm learning what my worth is. And especially mm -hmm. with having the people in my, my corner, like I have Karen, I have Edwin, I have you and Kim, like that and Jason too. Like every time it's like, you can't be like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that because then if I don't take that criticism that you guys are telling me, I'm never going to grow. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that. In the beginning, Edwin interviewed me. He told me, he's like, well, why are you here? And I was like, oh, I just want to help crew. Well, you know, like, I want to help him reach his dreams. He helped me. But then it's like, no, like, now you ask me, and I'm like, oh, I want to be a freaking badass, and I'm doing this, and this is what I love, and I'm doing it for my kids, and I'm doing well, it for well, this. Well, let me stop you right there. You're already a badass. Oh, let me, you. but no, go, go ahead. Continue. When you say you're a badass, can you define that? What is it, exactly does that mean? What does it look like if you were to write it down and manifest it? 
So for sure, it's the confidence and teaching people from my mistakes and what I've learned. Um, so basic thing is too, is I have a learning disability. So it affects me with my reading and it affects with my basic memory. I actually did a post about it recently because I was, um, when I was younger, I had teachers that would basically tell me like I was, I was called stupid because I couldn't spell the word breakfast. And back in the day, I was just like, oh, okay. Like, damn, I must be stupid. Or I can't, I can't have anything more than where I am. And they, I had uh, something called an IEP, which was a learning, it's a personal education plan. And they would put me in uh, English as a second language and stuff like that. Mm. And I, I felt like it just made me stuck because I was Mm. like, I do speak English. Like, I don't understand. Mm. But now I'm like doing all these things that I never thought I would be doing. Like I can figure out issues. Uh, I'm really good at numbers. Mm -hmm. I love numbers, which is weird because I can't even pass math Mm -hmm. to get an AA in college. Um, But just kind of, I don't don't know how to explain it, but it's it's just a huge change in me that I've Mm -hmm. never, I knew it was there, but nobody thought I would be there. Yeah. It just, goes, it just goes back to like how important your surrounding is, your yeah. environment is. But Jenna, I want to stop you real quick because, um, you know, getting to know me, you know, I don't like it when people talk about their limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I want you to stop saying I have a learning disability. I want you to stop that. Um, there's a great book out there, guys, by Jim Quick. It's called Limitless. And in that book, he clarifies everyone has a different learning capacity. Everyone learns Mm. differently. I don't think you ever had a learning disability. You just didn't learn things the way traditional society says we're supposed to learn things. That's Mm. all. You're a bright, intelligent woman. I've known you since you were 13. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I just think the standard schooling way of learning is not the way you learn things. I mean, look how you just said you're really good with numbers, but I can't even pass a math course to get an AA degree in college. Mm -hmm. So you are smart. You are intelligent. You just learn things differently. And I think as you've gotten older with more confidence, you've learned what is your best way to learn these numbers so I can help MTK grow. And that's all it is. So I want you to stop saying I have a learning disability because you don't. You just learn things differently. Mm -hmm. does that make sense guys um i'm really big on that and guys check out that book by jim quick guys he's an amazing brain coach and he talks about um like he was also called stupid and you know he had a a, a really bad head trauma accident that caused you know i mean it's a great book guys check it out you can find it on amazon uh it has an audiobook version of it as well check it out guys but yeah i just wanted to mention that jen because um you don't have a learning disability. You just learn things differently. And once mm-hmm. you guys, uh, and for anyone that's listening out there, like understand that guys don't listen to the teachers out there that just don't have the patience that genuinely care about students and children. You know, you have to find what's your best learning ability. Everyone learns things differently. And once you tap into how, what's your best way to learn stuff, that's how you're going to grow and continue to build confidence and competence and all that good stuff. No, I agree. I totally agree. I'm, I'm the same way like you. Like, we were yeah. playing that game and we were getting the... One syllable. One syllable. And we were, like, kept saying, like, multiple of them. And we're, <laughs> we're like, like, we don't understand. We really quick. Um, you know, but it's just... It, it's, that's exactly right. Like, yeah. it's just somebody, even uh, Les Brown says, you know, somebody, like, labels you, uh, you know, a certain thing. And it, it, when you're young, it attacks you. You know what yeah. I mean? And it thinks and it sticks to you. But then that's why, you you know, you develop and you think differently. But I agree. Like, I think... 
we just learn it differently. Some people are like, just could learn it and just reading something quick and it just mm-hmm. catches them. Some, like for me, I love, I, I feel like audiobooks are more, like I retain it more than mm-hmm. I do reading. It's so hard for me when I read yeah. books. Like I have to go back. It takes me forever and I have to read it. Then you got somebody like him who rolled through 10 pages and like I sit down to 15 minutes and she's yeah. like, oh, I got it. We, we're all learning it just differently, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think nobody's going to convince ourselves more whether we're stupid or we're not than ourselves that we continue to repeat it. And I yeah, think, I think that's the, the ultimate. But then it also goes back to your surrounding because Jen could also think, right, no, I'm smart, I'm smart. But then she's got, you know, I'm going to use like, let's say she has a, a, like a parental figure at home constantly saying, Jen, are you stupid? Uh, you know what I mean? That, that negativity constantly pounding in her head every day, it doesn't help. So it goes back to, right? Like yeah. just being around the right people that are supportive and like, you got this, Jen, you are a badass. You don't have a learning disability. You have people like that in your corner. You're going to be like, you know what? You're right. You're right. All right. I got this. And you know what I mean? You're going to attack it just that much better. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just think it's amazing, but honestly, more than anything, Jen, I, I, I wanted to tap into like, you've gone through a lot of ups and downs before us with us and you still continue to, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Many illnesses. I think some people who've known you from the past know, I think there's a lot of stu- new students that don't know. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's one thing that I've always admired about you is that um, you've just been our superwoman. You know what I mean? I think it's one thing being financially struggling. It's one thing not knowing how to read the best, but it's another thing like having those things and still going through an illness and still having the positivity of showing up and doing the things mm-hmm. that you've continued to do and never given up and on yourself, on this team and on your family. And do you mind sharing a little bit about those sure. processes you've gone through? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a, it's a tough subject because I, I, it's, it's one of those things that you, I kind of just like, I move forward and I start running and I'm like, oh yeah, I I forgot, you know, that, but it's still there. And I kind of have a, don't kind of, I have like a little bit of survivor's remorse, especially when I always hear, well, the backstory is that I'm a four time breast cancer survivor. And I also had, um, ovarian cancer and mine is based hormonally. So basically if my hormones are off, I can get it whenever my body says, Hey, your hormones are up. Like we're back. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of those things that a lot of people don't survive. And it, 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 every time I hear someone, like when you told me about your mom, like it hurt me so bad. And I'm so grateful for God that, you know, she went through it. And a lot of people don't. And one time we had, Uh, a speaker at one of our breast cancer events and she was at stage four and it's one of the, it's just, it's really hard for me still sometimes when I hear people going through that. And that's why I want, it's so important for me that we do these events because it's not necessarily me telling my story or this is what I went through. It's more of how we can prevent from someone else going through what I did. And one of my biggest advices is, even if a doctor tells you like, no, you're fine, or it's not genetically proven, like your mom didn't have it, you're not in your family. 
you, you freaking tell them like, no, I need you to check me. I need you to check me now because something is off. And when I first found out I was in college, I was doing a biology, biology class. And he was actually talking about like uh, the cancer cells and how they die and they develop into cancer. And he was having a conversation. And he looked, I swear, I felt like he looked me in the eye, but he probably didn't. But I felt like he was looking at me and he said, check yourself. Mm. It's so, he said, women, men, I don't care, check yourself. And he like taught us how to do it. So I went, I was like, oh, okay, like, let me go. And I went to the restroom that day and I, I felt something off and, like, I was like, oh, maybe it's just me because you think you start thinking things. And then I was like, babe, feel it. Is there something there? And he's like, yeah, something doesn't feel right. So I went to a doctor. They told me, no, you're fine. You have something called fibrocystic breast. So that's just like lumpy breast. And I was like, mm, okay. But something in me was like, no, something's off. Like, I didn't have this before. Why would I have it now? But you felt fine. Like, Yeah, I felt wise. fine. Yeah. Okay. And then they're like, oh, no, you're fine. They can, And I was like, no, something is wrong. So then the one doctor, I kept just changing doctors. And one doctor's like, oh, you know what? Like, why not check? And they actually did find something. And they found it just in time where it was like, they can just remove it. And then everything was fine. Mm. But then it was like, oh, well, something's off with your levels. And they're like, uh, first they told me it was something with uh, lupus because I have lupus. They're like, oh, it's something with your lupus. You know, you're just, your level's off. You need a potassium and you need to do all this. And I was like, okay. And then it just was back. And then I was like, okay, well, what is it now? And then they did more studies and they're like, okay, you have HER2. So it's, it's hormonal. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So what does that mean? And then, yeah, I went through a lot of health issues too. And when I was actually pregnant with my son, Aiden, I had a lot of kidney issues. So I had kidney stones, I had fluid in the kidney, and I had to, after I had my son, they, were, they found out that I had lupus. So then that affects your organs. So that's why they probably thought that everything that was happening was because of that. Hey guys, so we're ending the episode uh, right now. Um, there's so much more story for Jem to share. So stay tuned for part two next week. If you like this video, you like any of our other content, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you guys next week.